Welcome to the 10 Loans a Month podcast, where mortgage brokers become business owners. And now, your host, Scott Peckford. Hey, Broker Nation. All right, so let's just jump into today's session about planning like Bezos. So, of course, if you're thinking, hey, it'd be pretty awesome to be smart like that guy, you know, Jeff Bezos, obviously a very intelligent man. So he has a method that he's used for business planning that I'd learned about and I've applied it to my own business. And last year was the first full year that I actually had it applied. The results have been ridiculous. And so I'll get into that in a second. But before I do, a couple of things about most business plans. The problem is, is that I think it was Dwight D. Eisenhower who said, business plans are useless, but planning is priceless. So I want to say that one more time. Business plans are useless, but planning is priceless. So you need to be thinking ahead. You need to be thinking, okay, where am I going to pivot? But the act of actually writing out a 15 or 20 page business plan is kind of useless. And the reason is, is because you don't actually look at it again. So often you write that thing out and then you never see it again. The second thing is, is that you can't make good decisions. Let's say 10 months from now, the best time to make a decision that comes up 10 months from now is probably nine and a half months from now when you have more information. So often things change. And as you've seen, even what happened last year with COVID, you know, you have all these great plans and vision, and then all of a sudden, bam, something happens and your whole plan gets tossed out the window. And so you want something that's more flexible that can adapt to the changing environment. The other problem with business plans, I think, is it's just too complex. So the people go so deep into them. And when you start to do that, you're really doing a lot of guessing. Like you're just kind of, well, I remember one time a partner and I, we started a business and, you know, we had a great spreadsheets. Everything on paper looked amazing. It was like, oh, this is going to print money. Of course, we didn't have a clear plan of attracting clients and how to convert them and any of that stuff and ended up losing a bunch of money. But the spreadsheets look great. And so that's what often happens with business plans is you can have this great looking plan. It looks good on paper, but it doesn't actually work in the real world. And then, as I said before, you rarely spend any time looking at it once you've got it done. So you spend all this time crafting this thing up and then never look at it again. And it's sort of like, well, what was the point of all that effort? So I believe what you should do instead is what I call the plan like Bezos method. And so where did this idea come from? So there's this great book by Jim Collins called Good to Great. And when that book first came out, Bezos read it and he said, hey, this is a smart dude. And if you don't recall, that book was really about how could some companies go from that were good companies and all of a sudden there was an inflection point and they just literally would take off. And so it's great to look at a successful company and be like, okay, what did they do to be successful? But what they also did is they compared it to companies that were around at the same time, that had all the same resources, same kind of market share, everything. And these are publicly traded companies, but they didn't make that inflection and they didn't take off. And so Collins and his team would go and interview the executives from these companies and the CEO. And they'd say, so like, what was the thing? Like, you know, was it a new marketing plan? Was it a new leader? What was the one thing where everybody wants the one thing? What was the one thing that moved the needle? And every time they looked at them like they were crazy, like it wasn't one thing. There was never one thing. It was a series of actions that built on each other and then created this logic of momentum that pushed the company up and to the right. And so Jim Collins was like, well, how do I teach this or explain this? And so he came up with this metaphor of a flywheel. And so if you don't know what a flywheel is, a flywheel is essentially this really heavy disc that it's very hard to get started. But once it gets spinning, it actually picks up its own momentum. And so if you imagine you give it a push and the first time around it gets one turn and then it's two and then it's four and then eight, it gets easier. It builds up momentum. It goes faster and faster as long as you're pushing in the same direction. And so he described it this way. He said that basically these companies would make a series of decisions that were like all of them were hands on this flywheel that were pushing it in the same direction. And then as it picked up momentum, the company would go from kind of this flat line to boom and just take off. 
And so Bezos read this. He's like, this is brilliant. And as often what really smart people do is they don't just hear good ideas, they apply them. So he brought Jim Collins to meet with his executives and do a day of training. And so when he taught this concept to them, they were like, this is great, Collins, but we need a flywheel for Amazon. And if you look up Amazon flywheel on Google, you'll find examples of that. But essentially, Amazon created a flywheel, which created momentum and their business. It is exactly the same today as it was back in 2000. It's already 20 years later. You'd look at it and go, that's exactly what they're doing. And it's incredibly powerful. So what we're going to do in this workshop is I'm going to show you how I've applied it to my business. So my training and my podcast business, things that I'm doing. But I'm also going to show you how mortgage brokers can apply this to their business. So what are those logical things that if you do this, plus this, plus this, plus this, will create that momentum, the momentum machine that pushes your business next year into, you know, a higher levels. That's what we have coming up. So does it work? So you're thinking, okay, this is cool, Scott. So if you're interested in that, go to planlikebezos.com. You can get access to that workshop that we have coming up. But does it work? So I'll just tell you some of the things that we've done in the last year. So and my entire business plan, and I showed this to a guy once who's running a very large company. And I'm like, do you want to see my business plan? And he looked at me with these wide eyes, like, you're going to show me your business plan? And I'm like, look, here it is. And I showed him my business plan on literally, it's on a sticky note. And you may be thinking, that's insane, Scott. How can you run a seven-figure business from a sticky note? The truth is, is that once you have an understanding of the actions that make the biggest difference, and you use that as a filter for deciding what to do, what not to do, you don't actually need to have a complex plan. I just look at it and go, okay, is it doing one of these things? No, drop it. Is it doing one of these things? Can we have the time cycles? Can we fit it in? You know, do I have somebody on my team that can do it? Fantastic. Let's do it. And so I showed him and he was just like, oh, I can't believe you just like showed me that. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'd show anybody because once you understand the mechanism of it, it really makes a lot of sense. And so in terms of the things for us, I'll walk you through how our flywheel works. The way it works is if I do this, the next thing is inevitable. It's not just a list of, you know, four or five things that you'd like to do. I'd like to do this and this and this. That's great, but there's no momentum, right? Like they talked about when they interviewed these executives, it was like, no, it wasn't just one action. It was a series of actions that created a momentum that pushed the company. And so if you do this, the next thing is almost inevitable. And so if we produce engaging content and we really are invested in podcasting next year, we're going to get into more video. But right now, this year, we decided we're going to go into engaging content, which is going to then increase site visits. So increase for us, increase downloads. Then if we increase downloads, we're going to attract coaches and mentors, which we've done a fantastic job of this year. Attracting coaches and mentors allows us to expand training and support. If we expand training and support, we can collect client stories. And I'll talk about why that matters in a second, which then allows me to produce engaging content, which increases site visits or downloads, which attracts coaches and mentors, which expands training. And all of it continues to pick up momentum. That's it. That's the business plan in a nutshell. Now you need this for your mortgage business. This is great, Scott, but you actually need this design for your mortgage business. And in that workshop, I'm going to help you do that. And so, okay, in terms of how it's worked over the last 12 months for us since we implemented it. So we were averaging about 2,500 downloads a week of our podcast network. Now it's over 7,000. Last week, in fact, we actually broke 9,000 in a week, which was like, I had a plan to get to 10,000 in three years. So I was like, wow, if we could get to 10,000 in three years, that would be super cool. You know, we broke 9,000 11 months later. I was like, holy crap. And so when I had to make the decision, should I continue to outsource my podcast production or should I bring a team member on board? And Nikki, who's been amazing for us, it was an easy decision. It was like, oh, of course, where our commitment is produce engaging content when increase downloads. So why wouldn't I want to have somebody dedicated and focused on this for me? And so that's helped significantly. So that has increased, of course, our site visits, our downloads have increased exponentially from that, which then attracted more coaches and mentors. We now have like our average coach is closing close to 100 million a year. So in our 10 loans a month academy, 
I have an abundance of amazing people that have come out and said, Hey, Scott, I'd love to coach. And then I vet them and figure out, do they have something that other people can learn and can they communicate it? And, and so then we've attracted more coaches into our academy, which then has expanded the training and support. So it's like, oh, we now are able to like offer because we have new coaches and new mentors, we can offer more expanded training. So our academy grew by 285% last year. So from year over year, fantastic. And then we collect a client story. So in the last year, so we collect like videos that they send us, emails, screenshots from our Facebook group. Last year alone, we collected over 150 success stories from our clients. And so when I'm looking for some content to add to my podcast, I'm, I have it there. I was like, oh, I'll go pull up this. Look, check this out. This is super cool, right? I can then talk about whatever that is. So that's it. Collect the client stories, which then allows me to produce more engaging content, which increases the downloads, which attracts more coaches and mentors. So all of it makes sense. So then one of the projects that we were doing, and so this was what we called hired in seven days. And so we were hiring assistance from mortgage brokers. And I think we had got up to almost a hundred successful hires and just under 90 something anyway. But I decided to put a pause on that program because it wasn't actually moving the flywheel. It was sort of its own little thing. And I realized for it to be a successful business, we needed to like expand outside of the mortgage space. And I didn't want to expand it outside the mortgage space because the mortgage brokers are my people that I like that I want to serve. And I didn't want to create a new business out of it fully. So I decided, hey, we'll make it a workshop for people. They can go learn how to do our method. But I was going to take my team member, Loren, who was doing that and put her in a different role that I felt was going to move the needle more for our business. And we've already seen that happen. So again, having a really simple business plan allows you to make those kind of decisions, right? You can be like, hey, this is just a nice to do when you're looking at your list of things you like to do for your mortgage business. And some things are nice to do's, but some things are really going to move the needle. And so you want to make sure that everything is pushing, building momentum. The actions are actually building on each other and not just a bunch of random activities because you're not going to get anywhere near the results from it. Okay, I'm going to wrap this up. So if you're interested in checking out that workshop, go to planlikebezos.com. I'm going to go into more depth about the Amazon flywheel. I'm going to go into more depth about how mine is designed. And then I'm also going to show you examples of mortgage broker flywheels so that you can build your own and have a business plan that you literally can fit on a sticky note and be like, oh, okay, cool. I can apply this. So couple takeaways from this. First, it gives you a simple, repeatable business plan so that you can actually apply to your business. I think of it like a compass, you know, get up every morning, you know, okay, I know where I need to go. I'm going north, but how do I know which way is north? Oh, okay. I just look at my compass, my business plan, and then it keeps me in the right direction. And that way, when something comes up, that's going to push me off to the side. I'm like, wait a second, this isn't going to help me, you know, and then I don't do it. The other thing is that it allows you to make sure that all your actions are moving you in a single direction. So you're creating that momentum. And then it probably even more importantly, because there's so many things we could be doing, it helps you say no to things. I can say yes to this. I can say no to that because it's not actually building momentum. And even though it might be useful to do and it might be a nice to do, it's not important. And so if you want to check out that upcoming workshop, go to planlikebezos.com. Workshop's coming on January 5th, 2022. Check that out. Love to have you come join me for that. And this will be a great session for you to start planning out this next year. And then I'd love to see, you know, fast forward the end of 2022, how having this, keeping it front and center has helped you expand and grow your business. I know that we have very aggressive growth plans for the next year in our, all of our business entities. And this is a big, big part of it. So check that out. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. Appreciate you. One other last quick last thing. So we just this week, actually, we just broke 700,000 downloads of our podcasts, which is crazy. I never would have imagined that, you know, we'd get to that. Now we're looking at a million. We're like, wow, when are we going to get to a million? You know, like continue with the growth of what we're doing. And as I said, over 9,000 in the last seven days alone, which is pretty awesome. 
So thanks again for listening to this. Check out that workshop and I'd love to see you there and help you with building this out specifically for your mortgage business. So we're going to make sure that when you're done, you're going to have a plan that you can apply to your business and it's a great exercise. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.